0: Is Keldon Johnson on the hottest of the hot seats heading into next season? You are locked on Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hey, guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you're listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's Morphin' Time.
0: Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs, right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Halfway through the work week, everybody. A few more days, we got the weekend ahead, but we'll get you through right here on Lockdown Spurs. Thanks for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts. I'm also writer for Kins Five San Antonio. What are we talking about today? Keldon Johnson with all the players on the roster right now is this guy is he on the hottest of the hot seats to produce next season we're going to talk about that and then we're going to play a game of buy or sell from Devin Vassell and and many other topics so before we get into all that I want to talk about Kelvin Johnson Now we're going to get into depth with him in just a few minutes but uh we're kind of getting lost in the whole Wimby Mania and I get it I get it I get it it's Wimby Mania cool big 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 time player for the Spurs but I think we're not really focusing on, it's not just going to be him. It's going to be Kelton. It's going to be Devin. It's going to be Jeremy. It's going to be Trey. It's going to be everybody else on that roster that's going to go to war with Wimby next season. They are much on the spotlight as Wimby is to produce. You know, when you have a player like Wimby Yama, and as of right now, he's supposed to be generational. We'll find out in a few short months. You know, he's not going to be able to do it all himself. Again, he's the... Teenager. And yeah, this team may be young, like Keldon Johnson, but they're still, you know, learning their way. They still have their battles under their belt. They went through just a brutal season of getting clubbed in the head left and right. And they're gonna be taking those lessons into the next season. So now it's gonna benefit them, but it's also gonna benefit Wemby. They're gonna have to be there for him, they're gonna have to be those soldiers on the front line with Wemby game in and game out. So yeah, putting Wimby on the spotlight is natural. He is the number one pick. He is your generational player. He is your franchise cornerstone. We get all that, but we're going to need, well, at least this team is going to need a lot of help from Devin, from Kelden from those guys. They're just as so much on the hot seat as Wimby is. This team, in my opinion, was not what their record reflected last year. We know what they were doing, and it worked out. Number one pick. Okay. Now it's time for them to shine. Now it's time for them to say, "Hey, look, you know, we may not be losing a game here and there as we were last season. Let's do, let's do it. Let's put it out there on the court." And so I think collectively, this whole team is on the hot seat. Yeah, they are. They definitely are. They have to prove that they were not a 22-win season. They have to prove that they were not just simply tanking, that they are better than their record reflected, and that they're making strides in their personal development for it to come all together. And now with Wimby on board, should make for a formidable team next season, hopefully. But yeah, yeah, so good to have Wimby fever, but we should also have Spurs fever in general. But speaking of Kelvin Johnson, we're going to get into him right now. Is he? On the hottest of the hot seats next season. Let's go to discuss that with our good friend. He is back, everybody. He is uh Nick Mantis of iHeartRadio. He's always on the hot seat here at Locked On Spurs.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it being on the hot seat. It feels good. It's nice and warm. Um, you know, as if we didn't need any more warmth exactly. right here in San Antonio. Um exactly. But uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 always good to be back with you, my friend.
0: Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore underscore mantis right now is he getting? look at that he's prepping right now look at that he's gearing up he's limbering up he's stretching out he's getting be ready, ready to be he's ready. getting ready to get Kelvin on that super hot seat you're right yeah by the way it is it's it's hot enough in san antonio we're just going to crank up the temperature even hotter okay. for Kelden so great. hey nick so Kelden is the highest paid spur on the roster right now mm. he is the money guy Mm. He is, uh, you know, the veteran or one of the young veterans of the squad. Mm -hmm. And last season, you know, we'll look at his numbers in a while. They weren't horrific. They were some of them were career setting. Mm -hmm. But a lot of fans felt that maybe just maybe he may have plateaued. I'm not Mm. there yet. Mm -mm. How big is the season for him next year to prove that, you know, he ain't plateauing and there's a lot more room for growth.
1: I think I think his his next season is is huge. Um I think when it comes to not just his ability to mm-hmm. to grow into this role to actually be playing for something now yeah. as we as you were just discussing the the possibilities of nothing really we could look at last season we could look at kind of a little bit of a lens just knowing that yeah. the perspective was to get Wemby and pretty mm-hmm. much nothing else. So now you have this situation where it's like okay, you know, is you know financially is is there things that they can kind of look at as far as way they want to structure him moving forward I can get that but I think it all depends on on what you know how you can move forward with him on this roster and and right. still for me right now I'm I still have him as you know the starting shooting forward um you know wow. as far as you know where where he could be um I've yeah. i, I put him over over Reggie Bullock and and for what he's done for this team and as far as mm-hmm. like what he is he's capable of doing throughout the next year where where do you have him on your on your roster if you will
0: <laughs> I right now I have him as a six man no oh, okay yeah i have a six man I have in my starting unit I got wimby obviously okay. I got Trey Jones okay in the, and in no particular order Trey Jones so yeah. wimby Trey Jones Devin vassell Jeremy Sohan mm. and Zach Collins gotcha so there's okay. going to be an odd man out, and for okay. me on my roster, that's going to be Kelden as your sixth man. I don't know okay. if you want to do that for your highest paid player, sure, coming off the bench. Okay, but something tells me that perhaps he might be better suited in that role. Um, I, you know, it's tough. I mean, you bring in Wimby, you know, things are going to be shaking around a bit. You know, we're seeing it right now, it's a good right. problem to have here with the Spurs. Oh, who do I start? Devin Vassell or Sohan or Kelden You know, oh yep. no, not that. But I, I have him on my depth as of right now as the sixth man. Kind okay. of, you know, I'm probably going to get some flack for that from a Spurs fans saying you're throwing your top paid player on the bench. Right. But I think that works. But for me, if to, let's take a look at some of the numbers now. Sure. You know, it's it's not. If you look at last year, let me pull him up here. Okay. It's not. He he had a good season. Twenty two yeah. points per game. You know, uh two turnovers a game. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh Almost a steal a game and about three assists. And he shot, uh see, 45% from the field. Mm-hmm. Uh But the problem is, is that he tends to default to that. I'm going to put my head down and just barrel my way through the, to the rim. It's, it's mm-hmm. effective. It's working. Mm-hmm. The numbers don't lie. Career highs and points, for example. But three-point shooting, 32%. That's... uh that's a career low last mm. year for him so for me I just feel like we're the evolution of the game where we know where it needs to go Nick but it mm-hmm. hasn't gotten there yet and that is be a little bit more finesse player let's not rely on you getting to the paint as much
1: and I don't think he will need to because now you got that big guy in the paint now you you, you yeah. have you have options when it comes to the paint as well and with with uh Jetty Osman as well. I mean, you got you got options mm-hmm. when it comes to the big guys. So I, I think there's opportunities for, you know, if you want to put Wemby and Zach Collins on, you know, in that starting five and you have you know, almost like a Twin Towers type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you have, you know, say that does that put then Jeremy Sohan on the bench if you wanted to put right. Kel- Geldon in there. What's so interesting with him is is the ways in which he was viewed before the draft and then after the draft. Because mm-hmm. I was kind of intrigued in the way in which, you know, you kind of think, okay, well, if you're going to send him somewhere, well, what would you get back from him? You know, if there was a possibility of and even now, um, you know, I know Detroit was thinking of pulling up the limo and taking us to mm-hmm. prom and go dancing a little bit, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, but that didn't work out as far as, you know, ne- more number one picks or more first round picks for them. So now we look at after the, after the draft and what trades are out there and there's a talk of a possible three-way trade to get Dame over to Miami finally. Um, right, you know, right. is there possibilities? You know, there was the, also the possibility when they still had him for you know Hamadou Diallo to to be an option for for a trade. What what would you get? Why would you? What would you right. want to make sure to 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 send for him? You know, I mean, remember that allspice commercial where the guy was like, "Look at your guy, look at your man. Now look back at me. Look at your man. Now look back at me. Yeah. Look at the roster right now, and then look around the league. And who would you want for Kelvin?" i I think for for me as far as you know i think it's okay to have him right now you know for the start of the season um because i I, and i just go ahead and just see how it plays out right now because you know one of the things that i like to think about is that i i don't ever like to go shopping for anything Mm -hmm. food wise if i'm not hungry you know that's that's done terrible things to my waistline so (laughs) when it comes to the spurs right now if they're not hungry for somebody like that, why why go shopping for anything or, or right. move him in any way? Can I possibly see him financially being on? Did he you need to restructure some things moving forward? Mm-hmm. Totally. But when it comes to what he could provide to this roster, we could provide to you know this mm-hmm. group. I think you hold on to him. I, I think I think you yeah. keep him right where he is. And it, whether that's in my starting five, whether that's off your bench, whatever it may be, I mm-hmm. think he he stays here in San Antonio is a good option. He is Nick
0: Mantis of iHeartRadio. Follow him on Twitter at Nick underscore underscore Mantis, two underscores. When we get back, we're going to continue our chat about Kelton Johnson, if if he's on the hottest of the hot seat next season, and more right here on Locked On Spurs. Hello there. Hey, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting. MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times, you heard that right, 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. It's a lot of money. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Check it out. Jets $200 you can spend betting from everything from the money line uh, to the over and under uh, to who you think is going to be the first home run. All on an app that's safe, secure, super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. I mean, what more can you want? Well, there's no better place to bet on MLB than on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. I go there, I love they looking at their NBA futures, uh, their, their 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 projections on the Spurs and Wimby. It's all there. You gotta go to FanDuel. Right now, sign up today, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNBA and get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNBA. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Hello there. And we're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Nick Mantis of iHeartRadio. He's limbered up. He's stretched Him. out. He's ready to go. Ready to rock. To talk about Kelden and the Silver and Black. So, we're talking about Kelden again and and one of the big big concerns for me and but again, I get it. Maybe it was because it was the assignment of, you know, <coughs> you know getting the lottery balls, you know, uh, percentage is high. Right. But defensively, defensively, oh my goodness, he slipped last year. Slipped. Um mm. uh, I'm looking at some of the numbers right now. Uh he had a defensive rating per 100 possessions of 122. Ooh. career, worst okay. Career, worst
1: I can see it. Yeah, uh,
0: defensively, he slipped, and that was one of the biggest gripes with Spurs fans. The Michael Misfail, that was one of the oh. biggest spurs, uh, gripes with the Spurs fans. <laughs> um, last year was defensively, defensively, you know, he, he he slipped, and I think again, you don't know that's a byproduct of what they were trying to do, you don't mm-hmm. know. And I just want to see if, if that I hopefully it's not a trend because it was holding steady again you look at his first what what three seasons in the league okay in 2019-20 he had a defensive rating per 100 possessions 113 next season after that 114 held steady in 2122 at 114 and then boom 122 uh defensive rating last year okay. coincides with what what they were they were trying to do Okay. So, uh, you, I definitely want to keep an eye on that for the next season. Yeah. So, you mentioned his contract, and you know, and and he—if you flip him or not, Nick—he is, you know, the the big morsel. If you want to dangle out there that big bait to make a deal, and you could net a really good haul if you're Brian Wright with Kelton Johnson. Your thoughts?
1: I, I think you could. Yeah. There's there's options. Yeah. There's there's, but at the same time. I, you know, I get back to what I was mentioning earlier about what, where, what would you go? What would you get? You know, if you, if you have, you know, a young core, you have a, you have a group of guys you brought in, you have some, some great, you know, pickups from this off season um, with, with Jetty Osman and that, you know, with, with a couple other pieces and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now you got pain, you know, with the the possibility of uh, him moving into that, you know, the, Either being a backup or being the starting point guard, wherever they want to go with that moving forward, um, and we'll probably sneak into that into a conversation later in, in the podcast. Uh, but then mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, when it comes to thinking about what you would get or dangling it in front of anybody else, right. whether people would want that, but you've got to mm-hmm. get something back in return. You can't just you oh know, yeah kick them to the curb and say thank you for your time here, but get your money out of our house because we have too much of it or we can't pay you. It, it has to be. There has to be something back. And, and as of right now, what I'm looking at, as far as the free agents that you would really want, I think the Spurs got what they need. You know, I think yeah. now we're gonna roll the ball out and let's play. Um, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I think there's a lot of options when it comes to the and and oh yeah, you know how you can move forward with him as well. And so, um, you know, if I, I really, I'm really interested to see how this group right now could mm-hmm. stick together going through training camp and then going into the season and w- what this could bring bring about mm-hmm. you do you, now you keep on bringing do you have maybe some options for for dangling him in front of who would you yeah. dangle him in front of uh
0: you know I would I, I agree with you to let's see what this team can do mm-hmm. um next season as is yeah. as currently constructed right but if there is that log jam if there's you know the the not meshing right and because the spurs have a lot of players at his position from him to sohan to to devin uh i you know to city Sissoko, um could you flip them um i know there has to be a point where this rebuild has to stop and it turns into just a retooling each and every season mm-hmm. but for intents purposes, they're still in a rebuild right now. It's not a big capital letter, underlined, bold anymore uh, word. It's just, you know, baby case, baby, baby letters. Yeah, it, it's a rebuild yeah. until it works. Yeah, know? yeah. So. And part of looking at what could work and getting Wimby the right pieces is trading still. Yes, that's still an option. If I'm trading Keldon, I want an established all-star, a young, established all-star.
1: Who is that? I got...
0: Um, I mean I'm 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 this is just off the top of my head. Yeah. Like like a, like a Jeremy Grant. Hmm. Um uh who else? I don't know I don't think Dane will work. yeah hey, okay. just cuz he's a little you know. He's know. he's made his he wants yeah. Miami. He wants yeah. South he Beach, he wants Miami. Miami.
1: Yeah. That's a done deal.
0: Yeah, that's a done deal. Um just you're an established all-star that can help e, you know Im- immediately and provide yeah. a little bit more facets to a game that kelden has shown now i i like kelden good player solid energy community guy yeah y- you know hustle y- you, know, uh, y- you know i was in the locker room many times last year and even when there are the lowest of the lows and getting beat down left and right he was the one guy that kept the spirits up in that locker room you know mm. with the music and laughing and even messing with us, you know, the media. They're yeah. really good locker room presence. Uh, but if you have a chance to move them for an established all-star, kind of a veteran already of the game, I, th- I think you do it. I think you you might have to do it. And look, the, it's also eerily similar to how his contract was set up and how DeJounte Murray's and Derek Weiss' contract was set up, and they got flipped. Mm-hmm. Now, right. granted, diff- different time, different moment in, in the Spurs' immediate future, I mean, uh, I know present uh, this chapter of their rebuild, but yeah, you know, you, you, I agree. You can see how this looks and if it ain't working, then he's your big piece to flip. But all in all, I think that, yeah, there's going to be a lot of expectations for Keldon to rise to up his game. Oh, man. Do you want to say considerably? Like across the board? Like, give me them. Look, I think the points are going to suffer because of Wimby. That's probably going to go down. Wimby's going to get a lot of touches next year. But can he do the other things? Can he knock down the outside shot? Can his three point shot get better? Yeah. You know, can he just, can he show a little bit of a mid range game? That's what I'm looking at uh, for Kelvin. What about you?
1: Yeah. I'd say those are, those are great qualities you want to see in, you know, in anybody in that position. You know, it's a shooting forward because you've got to shoot. You know, mm-hmm. you've got it, you gotta get out there and, and make something happen. And put the that right. you know, the name of the game is with the ball of the bucket. Um, and so yeah, it, you know as you, as you. it's it's simple as that is. Um, and so it's just <laughs> comes down to um it just comes down to like, you know, what what he can I, and I and I know you you were bringing up those defensive numbers. I, I I still will go back to the the lack of defense, I think was a plan. I think that was part of the yeah. the, the game plan, was yeah. was to not have you know a strong defense yeah. like you would see on most pop teams. But then if you move move forward into this year, yeah, I think I think now is a an opportunity for everybody to show that you know yeah. last year was it was a designed yeah. schedule, yeah, was a designed mindset around what they were going to do. Okay, now that we got it, now let's move forward and and mm-hmm. it, everybody can the 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 brackets or or the breaks are off. You know, mm-hmm. letting the guys out the cage. Now they're not. Yeah. You know, he drops a career high. Oh, for some reason, the next day he's. You know, he needs to sit for right. a couple of games. You know that now. Now it's full tilt. You know, and so mm-hmm. I, I'm. I'm really excited to see, and I think that there would be a a big a, a big. Not just improvement for him, but I think there's going to be strides for him yeah. as well as off the court, mm-hmm. as far as his leadership as well. And right. so, and I yeah. and I promise you, anybody who's listening to this or watching this, I am not getting checks in the mail from him. This is just my opinion <laughs> as far as what I can see this team moving forward.
0: No, I again, I, 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 I definitely, I, I like Kelton. I like him as a player. You know, right. again, not getting checks from Kelton as well here, okay. but. um you know go more to the point like maybe it was by design so we saw those defensive rating numbers uh per 100 possessions here's Mm -hmm. another clue that maybe just maybe it was designed so maybe you look at his look at his win shares over the last few years okay okay so the 21-22 season he had a win share of 4.9 so it's about five games he would win you okay let me
1: stop you real quick just just yeah
0: because i'm not sure what is a win share so, win share is basically I give you the definition. It's an estimate of the number of wins contributed by a player. Now, okay. how many more often times than nothing is he going to win you a game just on his his own, just on his abilities? Uh, so, just the number of wins that it's going to be a, that a player is going to contribute to the team. Okay. okay? So, 21, twenty one, twenty two season, mm-hmm. he was giving the Spurs about five wins just on his ability. You know, his presence. You know, his skill set. Okay. So then you fast forward to last season, 22 23 season, it goes down to 1.3.
1: Oh, oh, that's a drop and a half. Oh my But goodness. It
0: goes to the it goes, it goes to the point, like maybe maybe, maybe everybody maybe. got the memo and right. uh, you know, and whatnot. But no, I want to see Keldon stay a spur for as long as he can. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think what's gonna also benefit him is that he's not the de facto go-to guy or the piece the Mm. cornerstone piece i think that maybe that might alleviate a little bit of uh pressure or maybe self-inflicted pressure like to to live up to it um the 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 paycheck and everything we know that this is pretty much wimby's team now so we're going to see about how that shift and i think it's going to help them next season but one guy who will never tank and get the memo that's that's you nick you always bring the heat
1: thanks on the hot
0: seat yeah you always bring the heat. (laughs) <laughs> all right. When we get back, uh, we're going to continue our chat about the silver and black. Play a little game of Buy or Sell with uh, Nick Mantis uh, from Devin Vassell and a couple of other topics. We'll see if he's going to buy or sell on some silver and black notes. But before we do all that, by the way, before I let you go and we'll take a little break for you, Nick, have you ever been a Muslinger's?
1: I have not yet, and I apologize to (laughs) Mudslingers because we follow each other on on social media, and I like their stuff, and they like my stuff, and I have not been there yet, and I need to. And so let me say this, a public service announcement, I apologize. I am making my (laughs) way out there. I will be there soon. He's going to go out
0: there, and if you haven't gone out to Mudslingers, go out there too. All right, Nick, let me give you a little break right now. There you go. Take you off for a while while I talk about Mudslingers. So Mudslingers is locally owned, a proud sponsor of Locked On Spurs. So if you need a pick-me-up, if you need to get going, you want to go to Mud Slingers right now at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive. That's near 281-1604. They have your dairy alternatives. They have the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt Series. Add the strawberry. I'm telling you, add the strawberry. You won't regret it. And they also have their signature coffee, which is called the Mud Slinger. A little bit of dark chocolate, a little bit of caramel, a little bit of goodness. It's all good. Go get it. And... Uh, they have uh, no caffeine options like the OGOJ, which is basically that Orange Julius vibe. You remember back in the day, everybody? Well, it's back only at Muslingers. They recreated it. It's a big hit. And speaking of hits and Wimby, they have the Alien Drink, which is a full can of Red Bull. Hey, hey Nick, I know you can hear me, right? You can handle a full can of Red Bull, right?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: See? Right there. See? If Nick can handle it, so can you. It's a full can of Red Bull with Red Bull, with Red Apple, I'm sorry, and a Kiwi. It, it's phenomenal. It's really, really good. You gotta try it. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Threads. Uh, pick a platform. They are there. And you can follow, follow them at Mudslinger S-A-T-X. Life is too short for a bland coffee. This is gonna bring them back. Nick Mantis, there we go. He was like the voice, the, like that voice of God coming down right now on me. I'm yes, break right now. A, I enjoy <laughs> a
1: Red Bull from time to time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're talking about your silver and black right here on Lockdown Spurs. Let's play a little game of Let's buy or sell with Nick Mantis. All right, I got the questions right here, Nick. Let me get them ready for you. Okay. Yeah. Your first buy or sell question is Devin Vassell mm. will have the biggest leap in development among the entire roster buying team. it buying it buying it huh? putting put that cash down put the whole that paycheck on it put the whole right.
1: paycheck on it I, I think one of the things that we've been so excited to see towards the end of the season is how Vassell was able to come back and he was one of the guys we all wanted to get see him go out there and really do what he can do because we've been waiting to continue to see that over the last couple of years he's been with the Spurs I think he goes off this year yeah, I really do. You know, I, mean, I, I, and I have a, you know, as a, you know, starting shooting guard over Malachi, you know, I, I, I think he, he has the ability to, to really do a lot of different things, not just offensively, but defensively. And, and I think it's going to be extremely exciting to see him go out there. So I'm, I'm yeah. fully buying it. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm buying it. I, I'm putting my check paycheck in the middle too. I think, That's, he's, yeah. Yeah, I think he's just going to come out like gangbusters. You know, he was injured for a good chunk of last season. To me, he is the most, you know, depending on Kelden and Sohan's development. But as of right now, he is the most versatile player you have. He is their best two-way player they have yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, and absolutely.
0: the length, the speed, youth, hit the three, hit the mid-range shot, go to the rim. And I love that he has that passion. I think that's one thing that's that's really not talked about enough with Devin. Yeah. He has that passion for the game. Uh, when they were getting clubbed left and right uh, last season or even the season before he was one of those that would be very vocal during press conferences, Nick. I don't I don't think you were in San Antonio
1: yet, but this time I wasn't. I wasn't.
0: He no. was very like there was one press conference where he just kind of did the whole scooch back thing and then leaned back in and was like, What are we doing here? What what why are we losing? I mean, just passionate. So I love that out of him. I expect big things from him. And yeah, I think he's probably gonna be the one player that's gonna have the most you know significant leap across the board. Uh, Next season. All right. Your next buy or sell question. I got it right here is. Ooh, this is a tasty one. Ooh. There's only been four in the NBA history. Quatro. League hit. That's right. Quatro. Of a player hitting a quad double. Mm. And two of them right here in San Antonio. David Robinson and Alvin Robertson. Will Wimby be the next player to hit a quad dub in the league? Buy or sell?
1: I'm buying that. Yeah. I'm buying it only because I think he's going to have a very long career. Mm-hmm. You know, and people have been ripping me who are not from here, who are not excited about him mm-hmm. being a Spur. You know, I've moved down here for those who probably have heard. I moved down here from Michigan. And so, you know, a bunch of Pistons fans were – Mm-hmm. Absolutely furious with me when I was started tweeting out about Wemby getting picked. And, <laughs> you know, they, they wanted the, you know, the lottery. And, you know, and so I have a bunch of friends up there who are still not very pleased with the fact that we get Wemby. Um, but as now, when it comes to the, the, the things that, that can happen in, in one, you know, player's career, depending on how long it could be, you know, the possibilities of getting a quad dub, you know, or anything happening are astronomical. Yeah. So I think that, you know, to, to just, limit and say that the possibility of that is 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 you know yeah. it's not there's no passion i think mean, he, he the guy got a, a double double in a summer league game <laughs> coming off one of the worst games we probably anybody's ever probably seen him play right. but he almost got a double double in the first game yeah after he went through all the turmoil that we've discussed before about you know him coming you know to, mm-hmm. to summer league just to get to vegas right um yeah. so no I, I think the you know a lot of people can can look at those summer league games and and merely based with just they saw off what i like to call like this just the the what have you seen recently you Mm -hmm. know and so it's um it's that that recency bias of just you know like the 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 feeling of just that you know you probably seen what he was able to do in that first summer league game but then didn't watch the second one and i think that a lot of people need to realize this guy's been playing professional ball since he was 15. Yeah, he, I, I he can oh, always how a bounce ahead. back. Yeah. No, go ahead. I, I got a pencil in and
0: getting it. You look at that first game out in Vegas, you know, whenever he said he played you know, horribly. I thought he played decently. Right. But he gave you know, column A, column B, column C, column D. I'm not going to be surprised if I look at the stat sheet, and it goes, oh, he has double figure scoring, double figure rebounding. You can almost chalk that up as nightly at this point. Right. Uh assist, He's going to command the double triple team at times. So he's a lot of players to be open. Uh, and rebounds. I mean, a uh, blocks yeah. or, or, or what? I mean that, uh, you know, he did it in, in the French league, Yeah. you know, with double figure blocks from time to time. Now I'm not going to say it's a daily occurrence in him, but I'm not going to be surprised if he has a stat line like that. Uh, he, yeah. Even, even, even uh, the, the second game of the, of the uh, summer league, you know, if I, I think he would have gotten a triple double in the summer league. You know, they let him play the rest of the, of the, of the Sacramento games or in the uh-huh. Las Vegas games. I think he could have done it. So I uh-huh. have him penciled in sometime during his career to getting that quad dub. It'd be great to have three Spurs. Hopefully he does three Spurs in the history. To do. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And your last by yourself question is, ooh, This you, you hinted this at it good. earlier. This is like good. One. Yeah. Campaign will eventually take over the starting point guard spot next season.
1: Or maybe I'm, you got him
0: coming out of the gates.
1: I'm selling it. Okay. I'm selling it. I'm selling it because I have never seen Campaign, uh, Cameron Payne, be that guy when it comes to the yeah. point guard position. I think you've got to have not just in it, you know, not, I'm not saying Trey Jones fully has that, but I could mm-hmm. see his natural ability of right. playing the point guard position. He's had that his entire career. And I don't think Campaign has always had that because I think he also wants to be a scorer. He's not a true facilitator. And I think when you comes to that position, sure, Tony Parker was able to score. I'm not saying any of these guys need to be Tony, but he also was an extremely great facilitator. And I think having a good mix of that sure. when you've got a guy like Trey already who has that ability and then you get campaign off the bench, I mean that's that's a good option you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that to, for him to get acclimated to playing as a spur, I think he there's a possibility, but I don't think he takes it over fully. Um, right. I, I think you know it's going to be Trey's job until he gets hurt for mm-hmm. some reason
0: yeah I, i'm with you i'm selling that i, I okay. think it's trace to lose at this point uh the team is fully invested in him they just recently gave him a nice deal nice little pay pay bump there you go and you know that's one less mouth to feed on the offensive end there's i mean not to say campaign you know is you know needs his touches I, I don't think so right. either but right um you have somebody trey familiar with the squad familiar with the teammates familiar with the pop system uh, you know, is the floor general, is a true point guard by definition. Yeah. And you know, he's a facilitator. Love that assist to turnover ratio is one of the best in the league as far as being low. You know, minimal turnovers, a lot of assists. Right. So I think he is the starting point guard for the Spurs, but matchup depending, in-game depending, you know, this is a close game and like it this up. There's getting Lucas getting switched out on Trey Jones a lot, and Trey Jones is getting eaten alive. You right. know, I can see something like that. It'll train. Sure. you got to sit, sit out for the rest of the period or these last crucial minutes. Right. But I mean, barring any injury, knock on wood. Yeah. I think it's Trey Jones is to lose and, and then campaign. I mean, who knows? I mean, we didn't even know campaign will last the entire season with San Antonio. Absolutely. You know, there's that, you know, he could yeah. be flipped or waved as we saw last year. You know, Josh right. Richardson let go at the, at the last minute. So, um, yeah. yeah. Some good, good questions. I always wonder what it's like to knock down like an, a quad dub, man. Like, that can me, you imagine just having, just having, coming out of a game, even as a pickup game, just saying like, yeah, I did a quad dub tonight.
1: I, I, we didn't really grabbed our, we knew how many points we had. We never really thought about like, you know, our stats and yeah. stuff whenever I was doing pickup games or anything like that. Yeah. And yeah, and, you didn't. Yeah. But I, I would, I would assume that would be just, like you, you just knew I was in the zone. You just knew like it. I had yeah. it, I had everything. Like I was, I was yeah. finding guys. I was grabbing boards. Yeah. I was knocking down shots. Like and then, yeah. and then I was also either getting steals or blocks. Yeah, you know. I mean, and I think for his ability to if we, if going, speaking of Wimby, we're if we're thinking about the ability that he has, not just his mm-hmm. size. Did he? You can throw him out there and he'll get three blocks. Mm-hmm. You know, and the in his sleep um just yeah. purely because of his size and I think people are not thinking that he's as quick as he is and they think he has the ability to get out on people and have a lot more blocks yeah. and I mean you, I mean you saw that in, in the first mm-hmm. game you know there's guys trying to take threes and he's jumping out there yep. and because he's seven five and because yeah. of his wingspan you can try to shoot as high as you possibly can he's probably going to touch it a little bit yeah and I you it's, know it's fascinating why
0: <clears throat> I remember um as a kid I think it was like in high school my dad and I, well, my dad, we, we joined like this uh, rec league in San Antonio. And I was just a you know, sophomore, or a junior in high school. And um, it was a bunch of his friends, you know, like grown men already. Wow. And he said, you want to play? I go, yeah, I'll play. You know, so he signed us up. We, it was like every other night we've had a game. It was nothing serious. It was just, you know, a pickup game. That's all it was. It was just, but we got to use the gym and the scoreboard and all that good stuff, all that fancy stuff. There was one night I remember where I was on fire. I, mean, I could not miss from the mid-range. You know, I was Jeez. knocking things down. Well, m- mind you, remember, I'm just scrunning a little sophomore in high school. Okay. So I'm running back on defense, and like, the other team, again, a guy, you know, a man, got to be in his 40s at that time, and I'm just a teenager, just rams into me. Like, oh. gets all dirty. Like, it's all Southside San Antonio rules. On the gym no, and man. just levels me, right? I yeah. pop up and I remember attempting to push the guy because I was all angry. Oh no, my dad comes flying in,
1: <laughs> grabs
0: me by my shirt, throws me on the thing, you know. The other guy come over here, and the last thing I remember is like telling my dad, like, what happened? What happened? He's all like, Man, they try to they try to they try to simmer you down, but they can't. So the next my dad and I are on the same team, so after things cool down a bit, you know, time out, okay, you know, back to normal. My dad purposely give him the ball, give him the ball. Keeps on telling him, give him the ball. And now, now I'm getting hit left and right. right. I goes, all right, you learned a lot tonight. That's all he told me. He goes, you learned, you there learned. You but that was like one of my my best basketball memories I had with my dad and a night I was hot and a night they try to they try to undercut me and hit me and everything. I learned, oh. uh, grew up fast that night. Yeah, my dad said, "You now, you know how to play ball. Now you there know you how to go. play ball. Take it with, take those lumps, man." Exactly. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do yeah. you think about Kelden Johnson? Is he on the hot seat? Like, is that is that San Antonio temperature hot seat right now? Is that 107? Nick, sizzling. Had drink, sizzling Nick had out to there. drink water. He had to drink water before he started. That's how hot it is yeah. on that hot seat right now. Follow oh. Nick on Twitter at Nick underscore underscore matches. He's with iHeartRadio. What is cooking with iHeart?
1: We are doing a lot more when it comes to just kind of having a lot. uh, On the the music side, things are moving towards Mm -hmm. the iHeart Music Awards. On the sports side, um, they've given me a lot of opportunities when it comes to not just the markets that I handle, mm-hmm. um, for the, the, uh, central part of the, the country, like we mentioned before, mm-hmm. but, um, there's also the Georgia, Florida, Virginia news networks, um, okay. that have um, some updates for, for sports that they've, they've given me opportunities to do that. Um, this is the past couple of days. So it's been, been awesome doing that. Um, and, uh, also doing some new stuff for them as well, which has been, been good. Um and yeah things are things are solid things are good over there and just uh, enjoying it and and uh, really excited to continue doing a lot more um, when it comes to radio uh, moving forward which is exciting so
0: absolutely once again make sure to follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore underscore Mantis and we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day free and available wherever you get podcasts you guys are the everydayers tomorrow show more Wimby yeah can't escape it it's gonna happen. Today more is why we're talking about women yeah exactly actually I have it right here I say no our guest tomorrow is gonna to be Mikey Mendez by the way everybody and you know Ooh. he brings the zaniness
1: to, That's to be
0: fun uh, to the show what are we talking oh yeah we kind of talked about it we're gonna be talking about if the Spurs are still in a refill mm. so we're gonna be talking about that and more right here on locked on Spurs but for Nick matches I am Jeff Garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on Spurs.